Welcome to our podcast, Doing It Right. This podcast reveals authentic stories from successful leaders doing it right. It's about their journey to become a leader, their choices, motivations, and lessons. In essence, how they built successful personal brands. Your host is Valerie Sokolowski, author of eight leadership books and nationally known as an authority on executive presence and personal branding. Let's get started. Here's Valerie. So this is a very interesting uh, beginning of this season in Dallas, Texas. It's actually the 22nd annual restaurant week. And because I experienced the pizza extravaganza not so long ago, I went to a restaurant called DeLuca. And I thought, you know, I have to have the owners of this restaurant come on the show to kind of kick off the restaurant week because it's an experience. You know, you go in to get pizza and there's a lot of pizzas. But when you go to this restaurant, as I did, and I've now been there three times and will continue to go, it's like the Starbucks part of experience coffee at Starbucks, and that's different than just coffee, coffee. Well, it's the same thing with pizza. And so the concept is so unique, I wanted to kick off this restaurant week with my guest, and I'll butcher his name, I know <laughs> it, I will, it's Brazilian. Okay, let me try. Evandro? That's so far so good. Garignato. Not bad. Really good, actually. <laughs> okay. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Valerie. From Brazil, and now you're a Texan. And how long have you been That's in Dallas? 20 years. How long? 20. 20? Yeah, the accent always going to be here. There's nothing I can do about the accent. I love <laughs> the years. accent. Yeah. You know, speaking of the accent, you told me that some people don't know that it's from Brazil. Yes. What about that? Uh, the... Uh, the accent? Yes. Yeah, you know, I get everybody, some people, they think I'm from Russia, from Ukraine. It's very complicated. Russia? Yes. Now, why? But I mean, once someone thought my, well, I had a British uh, no accent. No way. So now, you cannot from Russia accent to British <laughs> accent. Uh, Something wrong with works. their ears. Yes. I think that's so fascinating. And, of course, you met our wonderful producer, Anna, who's mm -hmm. from, Portu from Portugal. Portugal. Hello, everyone. So yes, we had a lot of good <laughs> chat right before the show. Okay, you two talk together Anna for a I, minute. Tudo bem, Anna? Como vai? Tudo bem. Obrigada, Evandro. Obrigada por ter vindo ao episódio. É um prazer. Did you all get that? I surely didn't. <laughs> it's so pleasant. I think it's just great to have you on the show. And I want to uh, have you explain, first of all, what... What makes Deluca mm -hmm. unique? And it's very unique. It is. Yeah, as uh, you know, Deluca is the only one, the first uh, Rodizio pizzeria in the country. Now There's say that again. Like the that. first what? Rodizio. Okay. Rodizio means like uh, is an um, endless parade. The same thing ah. we have like with Brazilian steakhouses that you have this endless parade of meats going around. You, ah. know, you pay only one price. There is no menu. It's the same thing with uh, Deluca. Like the churrascarias, the Brazilian steakhouses, they're from my hometown, uh, Rio Grande do Sul, South hmm. Brazil. And by the same region that they created the churrascarias, they came with the Rodizio pizza. Someone had this great idea, hey, why not do the same thing? You know, like 50, 60 years ago, how, why not doing the same thing with the pizza? So you pay one price, 
there is no menu and you can sample many many different pizzas handcrafted gourmet nice pizzas that come from the oven to your table but it's not and yes that's unique but Mm -hmm. i have to share some of the other things that now i love to cook that's my Mm -hmm. passion so i'm going to take it from somebody that's Mm -hmm. always looking at the recipes or trying to figure them out which i'll never figure out yours but that is one uniqueness you've got how many different varieties now it changes with the season okay. right now we're thinking about adding a few different ones and sometimes like we have a pizza that's amazing mascarpone and blackberries but it's Ooh, not easy sounds... to get like a nice blackberry fresh blackberry all the time uh-huh. so sometimes we have it sometimes not so it's kind of seasonal because if it's not a good uh, ingredient we don't use we have about 20 different pizzas 20 15 of them will be savory mm. and five of them will be dessert pizzas Five, just, that's a winner right yeah. there. Five that are dessert pizzas. So, so I brought my family in uh, not so long ago, which is where mm-hmm. I got this idea to have you on the show. And I was really paying attention to the unusual combinations. combinations. I, I want to read a couple. Of, okay, so listen to this. Turkish lamb with onion sumac. My favorite one. Is it? I love that. I liked it too. Uh, chicken tiki marsala. Tikka? It's Indian tikka masala. Okay. Uh, four cheeses and truffle. Very good one. I love that. Actually, I love all of them. Well, of course <laughs> you do. And actually, I did too. Um, and then the desserts, the one I loved was the... Um, Dulce de leche, Nutella. The, yes, the de leche. leche. Yes, that was... Yeah, that's very common in, like, in Argentina, in South Brazil. Like, uh, actually, growing up, like dulce de leche, it used pretty, pretty much like peanut butter. Really? Like for breakfast with bread all the time. We do sandwiches with dulce de leche. And it's a very common ingredient for ice cream or uh, cakes. Yeah. So we do a pizza with the dulce de leche and uh, toasted coconut on top. Oh, oh my amazing. gosh. Okay, I'm going to tell you one more audience, one more food thing, and then I'm going to get into the story about you. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing is, though, I was impressed when I first sat down, The just the ambiance of every waiter had this big grin on on their face and the Mm -hmm. first one immediately when we sat down i had this beautiful charcuterie board yes that was set down and then a cup of the most delicious oh the lobster bisque oh my gosh the lobster bisque before the pieces (laughs) ever started and my um my host that took me there showed me this so for those of you that can bring the pizza yeah so <laughs> the green side and Either, the red side yes, give me a break keep, keep it or never mind give but, me a break but, but we never turned it over to the no Maybe thanks no, we just no reason to do that <laughs> all right so you know uh every restaurant has to have their differentiator mm-hmm. in the in the food itself what what do you do with your wisdom and knowledge about mm. meats and cheeses and dough and what makes you different i think you know like just uh, uh, i think the look is amazing because you can sample so many different things but we are not too much uh, uh, think about quantity more is like quality we could do actually in brazil there's some uh, pizzerias mm-hmm. operating the same system same concept they have about 50 60 different pizzas but they're not all that good you know yeah. it's just because they think about quantity like you're gonna impress someone it's like many brazilian steakhouses they do the same we have 15 cuts well but we have 20. no we're gonna do 25. at the end of the day it doesn't matter you know no. if they're bad cuts bad quality meat what's the point of having that much 
of quantity. So what we have is quality. We're talking about like the Turkish lamb. Mm -hmm. You know, we use like Razel Hanout from Morocco. Actually, it's not Turkish, but it's from Morocco. Sumac, the onions. You know, it's really, really gourmet. You know, you can't find just that pizza alone is already worth it uh, the visit. And so it's very, we, we think a lot about the ingredients, what we're going to be using for every single one of the pizzas. And you mentioned the dough itself? Yes. You know, like uh, we use like the best flour you can get from Italy. We proof the dough for at least 36 hours. That makes a huge difference. Mm -hmm. And actually it's very healthy. You know, it's a much healthier than just a regular, regular pizza. Mm -hmm. And it's so simple. There is nothing there. It's just the flour, yeah. water, salt, and yeast. That's it. And what about making your cheese? own cheese? Yeah, I we think spoke that's about fascinating. that. That's something else. We don't buy. We just don't go out there and buy like processed cheese. We we make the fresh mozzarella, the fior di latte, in house. My goodness. Yeah. So let's go back to your roots, mm -hmm. and uh, I titled this Brazilian meets Italian the gaucho way. Yeah. What in the heck does gaucho it, mean, really? Well, gaucho, so it's very complicated. Like, even I try to explain to my kids, you know, like the history is so. My wife is, I don't know, her family is 100% German. Oh, really? Yeah, my, my family is 100% Italian. They came from Bassano di Grappa. We were born in Brazil. We moved here. I feel more American than anything else, than more than Brazilian or Italian. But gaucho is anyone that's born in South Brazil, they call themselves gauchos. So I'm a gaucho. My wife is a, is a gaucho. But gaucho, in a sense, is like a cowboy from South America. Mm -hmm. Okay. You find in Argentina, Uruguay, and parts, just on the south part of the, uh, Brazil. So you are a chef yourself. I'm a chef, yeah. I have to self-taught, but self I'm a chef, yeah. Look at this book. This is really cool. I hope you're going to give this to me. Are you going to give this oh, yeah. to me? Oh, yeah. Sorry that for you absolutely. <laughs> All right. I mean, this is I don't I've never seen yeah, any so, cookbook like this. No, that's the there are a few other, but this I think is the most authentic book about a churrasco ever written. And it's his got history in it, I noticed. Yes, talk right? about the gaucho, talks about every single thing. So I worked for 20 years. I moved to from Brazil to the United States uh, to help a Brazilian steakhouse to open the first restaurant. I stayed with them for 20 years. Mm. And I left, actually, it's exactly two years ago, mm. I left to open the Luca. So my expertise, what I know a lot, is about uh, meat. Mm -hmm. But now I know a lot about pizza as well. And you know a lot about Texas. Yeah. <laughs> Is this, by the way, available to yes, people? Yes, you can find it on Amazon. On Amazon? Yeah. Okay, I'll hold it up one more time so you can see the name of it, should you also want it copy. Yeah. Um, what about the name? Just how did you come yeah, up with the people, name? A, little, a lot of people, they ask us what's the, the reason for that name. We had many other things, like a little gaucho names or even a little Brazilian, but people butcher the name. We try showing like to our neighbors, can you uh, say this, this can word? Can you say this? Yeah, like never we could get like a lot of different people being able to pronounce the name the way we wanted so we when we got married many years ago my wife and i went to a little town in italy called luca mm -hmm. we had such a great time there even remember we joked we're so young back then i said god we're gonna name our uh, son luca l-u-c-c-a uh -huh. and we love the name a few months later say if one day we open a business we're gonna call we're gonna call it the luca and we end up having a son we name it luca uh -huh. and we had a business and we, we named the Luca. 
So because what's the name that most, 98% of people, they can read it, they say De Luca. Yeah, But okay. we still have a few people butchering the name, like oh. De Luci. I say, where do you get De Luci? It's De Luca. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. There's always going to be one. So that begs the question of uh, now that you're in your own business and have mm -hmm. four locations, which is awesome. Yeah, we have two locations now, and we are going to open the next one in a couple of months in uh, Plano. And we have another one who works in uh, Fort Worth. Boy, yeah. you're growing. Yeah, what's, still. What's the funniest thing that's happened in, in, the, in the industry that you've experienced? Well, there's so many things that we can't. The thing is, they're not politically correct <laughs> to say can. here. We can't. But it just amazes me. Even at the, our place, they look. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we have people, the server comes to, to the um, cooks and say, Table 25, they're vegetarian. Don't take any pizza with meat there. That's completely fine. We have a bunch of pizzas that are like vegetarian. Uh -huh. We have one that Hearts of Palm from Brazil. It's delicious. So we go there, vegetarian pizza. Suddenly they ask, where is the uh, pizza with bacon? Oh. So, but uh, you told vegetarian, yeah, but bacon is okay. So I don't understand that you're vegetarian, but bacon is fine. Bacon is a... Uh, Apparently, for some people, is a vegetable. For for tonight, anyway, because yeah. they see all the wonderful ones with the meats on them. It much more often than you would think. Is that right? Yes. That's Vegetarian, funny. but they eat bacon. That's Nothing funny. wrong with that. No. Bacon is great. That's great. Yeah. What's the biggest challenge? Uh, the staff, always. Mm. You know, because you, you are dealing with people. Some mm -hmm. days in a very, very good mood, everything goes well. Sometimes they're not in a good mood. Mm. There's not much you can do about that. Yeah. Well, you wouldn't know it. And mm -hmm. I have to say, first of all, you have such a great smile. And that's the other thing that I noticed, that you can teach people to be good servers. But you can't, it's harder to teach them to really care enough to have a mm -hmm. warm, welcoming smile. So is that yeah, just... That's funny because when I have like the lineup with the staff, you yeah. know, when we hire people, anyone, we say, listen, I don't care how much you know about wine. We sell a bunch of wine, by the way. Okay? But and good prices, by good the way. Good prices. Yep. Great, great wines, excellent prices. But I tell, I don't care how much you know about wine. If you know that that wine comes from that region, from that grave, from this side or that side of the mountain, nobody cares about that. Mm. You don't need to have that much of knowledge. It's just all I want, you go there and we smile. What you're saying, I smile a lot. I usually don't do. I tell them, do everything the opposite. What I do, you do different. You go there and we smile. <laughs> That's it. It seems to work. They you know, do. Like when you give them like one simple uh -huh. task, just be friendly, make them feel welcome, and a smile. That's it. And you know, you as a restaurant owner know that, mm -hmm. and I as a leadership coach and trainer also can tell you that it's true psychologically uh -huh. that when we smile, mm -hmm. it does something to the brain. Yeah. Try smiling and really mm -hmm. being depressed at the same time. You really can't do it. So nope. it, it boosts our own morale. Yeah. I think that's a great thing. Um, all right, so what is a question that you wish people would ask you? Mm -hmm. Anything? Uh, you know, again, I am so proud of the way we do like the things. Like it's very, uh, with like the lobster bisque. We use real lobster to make that. Mm. Uh, it's the quality again that we use. 
that people, many people, they ask, but uh, I would love to be answering questions to them. You know, if they ask me about something, I would be talking to them for half an hour because you're really, really proud of the way we do uh, every single thing, from the cheese that we we make the cheese in-house, from the way we prove the, the dough for many hours, very simple ingredients, the ingredients that you use. I think that's uh, what makes the look so special. Well, and, and in the restaurant business, there aren't that many owners that still show up every day and yeah. walk around and say hello and, yeah. and all of that, which brings... Hey, I met you there now, a couple of days ago, huh? <laughs> That's right. So that brings me to the fact that the sense I got, really, mm-hmm. was that this is a couple of entrepreneurs, you and your mm-hmm. wife and your two kids, let's include the kids, yes. who are how old? Uh, he is uh, 13, just turned 13, and she's going to be turning 15 Okay. in a couple of months. So there's something about the values that you as the owners have to bring to the work that you do. Yeah. Just talk to us a little bit about where did those values yeah, first, come you, from. Yeah, I'm kind of, honestly, I'm mm-hmm. more like a back-of-the-house guy. Are I you? go to the dining room all the time and stay there, but I like... I prefer to stay in the back of the house, in front of a grill or in front of the pizza oven. My wife is the one that loves to be in the dining room. She's a people person. Yeah, she has such a great personality to be dealing with people. And we we just enjoy. I think if you are in the restaurant business, if you don't like to be around people, you are in the wrong business. Hospitality Mm -hmm. means a lot to the world. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm. When uh, When you grew up, what was it like in your family? Uh, was you know like every all the time like gauchos you know like the the churrasco tradition in South Brazil is huge you have no idea even in the book we talk so much about that hmm. is every because it's Italian it's, it's Brazil but mm-hmm. in South Brazil is a very strong Italian culture so it's a lot of everything is around the table you no know, wonder I no liked such, you I'm yeah. Italian <laughs> yeah. okay there is not such a thing as uh, you're gonna have lunch, a dinner at seven someone else gonna dinner at eight and you know eating separately no everybody has to be on the table eating at the same time Sundays you know everyone you have no excuse to not be home and have like a big meal uh, together mm-hmm. so food and family and is always and it's not just the close family we have like cousins and uncles you have everyone growing up all the time would have uh, 20 30 people for lunch on sundays mm. yeah. is that hard to do now that you're oh, it's almost impossible even in brazil you're... they don't do that anymore really yeah people start moving like to apartments yeah. they don't want any kid ma- the kids messing with the carpet with the walls so that's something that uh, is, is in the past i believe well, we nice need to bring it, to it back, don't Absolutely. you think? Absolutely, that's so important. My husband and I were in Spain last mm. year, and the one thing that I noticed, uh, at least with one particular family where we were invited to their home, they they invited everyone. Yeah. And we sat around a table, I guess there must have been, I don't know, 10. And I was only there to meet the grandmother. Yeah. and But she brought the whole family to meet me, and that gave me the sense of the importance of family. You think we're missing something with that today? Yeah, absolutely. Mm. That's, uh, looking back, was so nice. I mean, and you have like grandma, grandpa, everyone together. What yeah. we have here for Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. you know, it's yeah. pretty much is every Sunday. No, uh, 
excuse.、Mm-hmm. And not only everything was like a, a reason to celebrate something. You know, was a first communion, a baptism, any any event, birthday, and、yeah. during the week、uh, the same. You、yeah. know, would be all the time getting together. You learn how. It's the modern to... modern life. There's、yeah. not much we can do. <laughs> Except we can be more intentional、yeah. about it. At least Sundays, maybe.、Yeah. I don't know. I'll quit preaching on that. that. That's something to work. <laughs> That's a good thing to work. I have a question. I have a question. Okay. Uh, regarding uh, leadership. So, what、mm-hmm. is the one thing that you you want your employees and your the people that work with you to to know? What what is the one thing that you would like them to to kind of like become or get inspired by? I always tell them they have to be professional. You know that's the most important. Let's say there's so many important things, but they have to be professionally. In、uh, what I tell them, imagine because actually there are cameras everywhere, there are people everywhere. You know every single movement, every single thing that you do, someone gonna be checking, gonna be looking what we are doing. So we have to be professional, and most important than that, what we spoke before is the way we have to make every single guest feel welcome. And that we are pleased to to have them there.、Mm-hmm. So that is very simple. That's a good. Thank you for that.、Uh, if if there are people listening who are maybe even considering getting into the restaurant business in some way, shape, or form, what are maybe some of the lessons learned that、mm. you would share with them? You need to have a lot of people skills,、mm-hmm. and not only with your customers, but with the staff. You have to be very, very, you know, gentle sometimes. I have like a little passionate the way I talk, but I learn.、Mm, you have to calm down. You have to think twice before saying something. So I see a lot of people there. They just go out of business because they cannot retain staff. They cannot keep good people because、mm-hmm. the way they they deal with them. <laughs> so staff is all. Without staff, you don't have anything. So I'm laughing、right. because years ago, the little movie that came out, the cartoon Ratatouille. I don't know if、ah, you yeah, ever I watched that. It's a great one. Watch the kids. It was、I、a great、that. one, but oh my gosh, the chef in the back was horrible. Yeah. And everybody hated to be there. So that resonated. But it's funny. There was a time it was okay to do that. It's not anymore. No, no. <laughs> I could go. I could explain a little some of the reasons, but it's not the right time. So you、yeah. have to have people skills. What else? What What would you say to maybe、um, beware of if you're going into the well, restaurant? You go, you're going to have to work hard.、Mm-hmm. The thing is, when you are work with someone, you know, you, you know, you have a schedule. You know, someone going to be checking if you are there by eight or nine o'clock. So you kind of you have someone on top of you. You when you have your own business, sometimes you can become a little lazy. Say, yeah, you know, I can be fifteen minutes late. Ah,、oh, today I'm not going to work. When you start, you see you are not、uh, there anymore. You know,、oh. you get too comfortable. So you always have to, even if you have your own business, you have to think that you have a boss <laughs> and you have to be there on time. You have to and lead by example. That's really, really、Lead、important. Yeah, I don't. You know, there are many things you have to to take in consideration. Things、mm. that you cannot do in front of the staff because、mm-hmm. you have to lead by example. What a fascinating story! I think it's just so great that、um, you were able to come here and do something this unique. Do you think it's there's anything like this anywhere else in the city? No, not in the as、no. I say.、Uh, As far as I know, I'm 100% sure there is nothing like the Luca in the country.、Mm-hmm. Uh, Brazil, yes, because that is not like a lot of people. They think that we create that concept. No, this is a concept, existing concept in Brazil. 
So if you opened the same concept in Brazil, it wouldn't be that unique? Is that what you're saying? They already have that concept oh. in many places there. And by the way, the first rodizio pizza, uh -huh. like operating the same style concept, was in my hometown. Really? I remember going there as a, as a kid. And because there's a lot of similarities between the churrascarias mm -hmm. and the, these, like the look at the rodizio, pizza rodizio. Mm -hmm. You pay one price, you can sample all the food. So it's, it's many, very, very similar the mm -hmm. way. Because both concepts were generated, created mm -hmm. or in my hometown. Yeah. Interesting. So, but there is nothing like that in the States and very, uh, maybe a few places in, in the world, mm -hmm. but everything else is in Brazil. So it'll be interesting, and I have no doubt that you will make sure you are still keeping all the restaurants consistent. That's one of the things that, obviously, if I, were, if I were yeah. in your shoes, I would be saying, okay, we're going to open four restaurants and then six restaurants. Aren't there statistics about how many restaurants you can grow this fast and know that you can still handle them? Yeah, I'm not aware. You know, like, the thing is you're going to need as a... We grow. We're gonna need like good people yep. to be around us to help us. It's very hard to say how big you can grow, mm -hmm. uh, still maintaining consistency. Mm -hmm. That's a good problem to have. When we That's get a good there, problem. yeah, we'll I'll think come about back it. with that. You can tell me later. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> well, yeah. you have been perfect to be on the show to kick off Restaurant Week, and um, I I have to leave with telling the audience the dessert pizza the one that i had last week that i loved was pear oh with gorgonzola yes yes oh, that's so try that one. Uh, anyone any pizza you tell any me oh i love that yeah. i really love it all i really of it. love it yeah. all of it <laughs> thank it, you for being the welcome. kickoff of restaurant week my I pleasure thanks so much it. for having me you're welcome all right and for my listeners i appreciate always the fact that you have helped make this show Apple's top 25 business podcasts, and that means a great deal. Thank you so much for that. And as always, I encourage you to subscribe, share, and rate the podcast so that we can stay in the top 25. Be authentic, keep your brand, and we'll see you next time. Bye for now. Thanks for listening. To receive Valerie's voice, free monthly leadership tips, and to learn more about her leadership programs and coaching, visit her website, ValerieAndCompany.com. Next week, we'll be here again to inspire, engage, and equip you with teachable points of view from successful leaders who have been doing it right. Until then, lead authentically.